welcome to Off the Dial. This is our inaugural podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to be your host, Rodney Stigall, and uh, you know today we're going to, and in the future, explore independent artists, folks that are hard to find, people you wouldn't hear on the radio or, or hard to find on Spotify or SoundCloud. We hope you enjoy the show, and uh, you know let's let's go ahead and get started. So, you know, I apologize for the intro music. I think I'm going to have to uh, somehow. We'll figure that out um, as we go, but. You know, thanks for tuning in, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. So, thank you. Yeah, I think first, let's kind of start. This is our first podcast. I wonder, you know, I'm sure everyone's wondering, you know, what is this all about? And, and you know, my thesis in the show was there are tons of people out there making music that that you'll never hear. And, you know, whether they get buried in a Spotify algorithm or... You know, a lot of people are listening to Sirius XM or, you know, Spotify or Apple Music. And if they don't actively look for a new artist, it's really hard to find. And especially someone who doesn't have, you know, any kind of marketing budget or a, a, a label behind them to, to get their music out there. And some people are grinding out locally and they're, they're pretty well known locally, but they never really hit it, you know, in, in terms of. Uh, the spotlight, and I get that. You know, not everybody can spend all day looking for a new artist, but that's why we're here. So hopefully you enjoy some of the people that we find for you and going forward. But, you know, again, my thesis is that we're going to find some great music and hopefully introduce you to some great artists. So, you know, one of the folks that we're going to listen to today um, is a gentleman named Prosaic out of South Africa. So thankfully, uh, we'll have a chance to talk to him on the phone as well. So I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I, I heard him and was, you know, immediately struck by his voice and, and writing. So, you know, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And this is Weigh Your Words by Prosaic. <laughs> Controls your out of mind. You could say I've had not a life, my sins. I can count a few. My best neck forward for your noose, an old soldier's breaking loose. But I still come back to your house. I've wasted enough Yes, I've wasted so much Trying to be enough for someone like you Someone like you Well, I sold my soul Stars thinking the sky would get me so far, but the light in your eyes can only last for so long. Wondering why I waste my days going around in my mental maze. It's just the nicotine haze. 
Been wasted so much Wasted years and hours Consulted all the higher powers Wondering why I couldn't be enough For someone like I want to say first thanks for agreeing to be on the show. I appreciate it, man. It's uh, it's really cool to have you, and and I'm really you know happy that I discovered you know way your words. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. It, you know, it's one of those things where you know, I we kind of talked about it, but the premise of of what I'm trying to do is is really kind of focus on on people who around the world grind in locally, you know, producing music that is going to get buried in Spotify or, or Apple music or, you know, unless, unless you're live going out to see you, it's going to be hard, right? It's yeah. Um, yeah, it's not an easy thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the first thing that struck me about way your words is, is I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for that kind of content, which is, yeah. you know, this idea that, you know, there's, I've heard it a couple of times. It's like, um, is it me? kind of thing when yeah. it comes to liking someone and and um i'm just a sucker for that so I, I it struck me you know from a lyrical perspective but but also your voice so <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> the first thing i thought was oh my gosh that's a david gray song and and you probably hear that a lot so i, I don't want to you know belabor that <laughs> no no worries i do most of um most of for me um with in terms of uh, composition and writing music uh, a lot of it i grew up listening first of all to a lot of old music with my family things like Creedence clearwater and things like that and beatles and all the usual stuff and over the years it uh, ben howard was a big thing for me when i was growing up i used to love ben howard's music sure. and then low roar as well and things like that so I guess it, it comes from a lot of places of all my musical background has always been these kind of songs that are a little bit more, I guess, introspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm a, I like, I'm a sucker for that. And you know, it's interesting you're in South Africa. Yeah. There's a pretty rich melodic history to, to African music. And I, I wonder, does that kind of in, get incorporated 
in, in what you do? I guess it's uh, South African, South African music scene is, there's not a lot of um, creators in the same kind of um, style as uh, with the kind of more acoustic introspective kind of stuff. Uh, South African music is a lot of the like bands we have here are very either very kind of beach rock, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Or like very very like club and house style music, which I I like those styles of music. But me myself, I I can't create it. It doesn't in my head. It doesn't work well. <laughs> so it's it's a weird one here because I feel like it's I, I do I perform um, a lot locally a, a lot not a lot but I, I, enough <laughs> mm-hmm. locally. But it's as a as the style I do isn't a lot one that isn't very popular here. It is a bit more difficult to kind of get out there. Yeah, you know, to me this is this is perfect. I. I... I'm sitting in, you know, my little studio with a cup of coffee and, and I'd love nothing more than to listen to that for two hours, you know, with a cup <laughs> of coffee, you know, in a, in a nice little quiet space. But, um, yeah. now what, what part of South Africa are you in? I live right on the, is it, I'm terrible with directions, Eastern coast, uh, Durban. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so you, you mentioned kind of the music scene being more beach rock and, and things like that. I think that's a, that's another struggle, especially for someone who is writing introspective music. You don't exactly, yeah. you know, go out with a group of 10 people to party and, yeah. and <laughs> go to that kind of bar. But but it's something that everyone listens to. And I, and I think from a venue perspective, it's really challenging. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. It's like venues want to they want to book here. They don't want to book uh, really music that people will kind of sit down and they'll like have a have a beer. or They'll have a cig and they'll just kind of sit and listen to it. You know, they want crowd like everyone to be jumping up and down so from a gigging point of view it's, it's difficult to find the right niche where i can play there but the people who are coming there want to hear that music yeah i i would think the opposite right if you if you go to a bar and and you get people who aren't necessarily interested in the music unless they're going to go yeah. dance and things like that and everyone's talking over you and it's and it's a little bit of the opposite and and so i'm a nick drake fan and, yeah. and so it kind of reminds me of there's a story that that after his first album, he um, they've sent him on tour and he just yeah. after that tour, he said never again because <laughs> he was playing and, and he said, no one's listening to me, so I'm not doing this anymore. And and it doesn't take away that he wasn't a genius or anything, but I think that's yeah. that's kind of the struggle for for from what I can tell with the type of music that you're doing. Yeah, I guess it feels it's like you're not being heard and you're kind of like, oh, is this the right choice? That's the whole point of what you, of what you do. I think you're a very lyrical yeah. artist. So, you know, uh, you know, I love the accompaniment and, and it's a simplicity to it, but it's, yeah. it's meant to be listened to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So I think that's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing you had mentioned that that you have some other music. What's what's kind of on the horizon in terms of of producing new music because i have to say you know for the first time out of the gate great job you know <laughs> thanks so much <laughs> um so at the moment i have another one um that i'm just finishing up on i wanted to do some but i wanted to just try some different stuff with it it's called twisted humor that i'm working on at the moment and then uh there was a project i started uh there's a very there's a film school here in south africa called after and i, I did music for my uh, a good friend of mine's film last year and he's uh, for his final year film and it was really well received. Uh, so we decided to kind of work on an album, well, it's an EP, I guess, together. So that's a very, that's a very long-running project that's been going on so many rewrites of the songs. But we're hoping to have that uh, by the end of the year, and that's called Shortcut Through the Trees. Wow, that's exciting. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you have to keep us apprised as, as things start coming through um, so we can make yeah. sure that we, we play it. So so if you're pairing up with a film student, does that mean we're going to see some videos? In the yeah, future? hopefully. I've actually... I've actually started. I did my first one last night. Actually, I try. I put my iPhone on, and it's not the most amazing audio quality. But I did a quick, like, one-minute clip for Instagram just to see how it was. And I did a quick cover of uh, Bruce Springsteen's "Dancing in the Dark." Mm-hmm. The syncing audio is a lot more difficult than I thought it would be, but it uh, didn't come out too badly. I have to change some lighting in my room because it's <laughs> a bit too bright. We're definitely but... <laughs> going to check that out. Yeah. So I, you know, that that probably brings up another another question that I have. I mean, as a as an independent artist, right? You don't have a, an audio engineer, producer, a marketer, you know, all no, of these uh, things. How do you do it all? Um, a lot of it is, so luckily um, I always had a very a very good interest in technology growing up. So uh, I, I always was working with technology in some form. My, my actual job right now is I'm a technician. So luckily I have a kind of experience of a lot of self-taught things and knowing how things kind of fit together and like basically working things out very quickly so a lot of it is i've learned all of the basics and then as i need them i expand on them so like mixing and stuff uh, i only started really doing it about a month ago and then um i just kind of kept doing at it and i have a few courses that i look at and touch up on stuff but it's it's all just self-taught so there's still a lot of stuff i'm working out and making it look a bit better but it's all self-taught at the moment well it's content is king right so i i think you get great content to start out with so it's you know, it's exciting to, you know, hear that you're going to have an EP coming out. And, and uh, yeah. you know, if this is your, your primary, you know, your first grasp at it, I think it's only going to get better. So it's it's really exciting. <laughs> Thank now, you. <laughs> any, any thoughts, like, accompaniment-wise? I mean, are you kind of locked into kind of the sound, the intimate sound that you have, or, or are you going to be incorporating more instruments? And, and... Uh, I'm looking to. I've, I've been teaching myself. Uh, primarily growing up, I only really learned the guitar, and I le- picked up kind of uh, – bit of the bass and the ukulele along the way because they're similar enough uh at the moment i've been teaching myself piano and trying to figure out how people make drum sounds that's that's a whole other story yeah it's uh, not something i'm used to but it's i'm looking at it uh, a lot of it what i take from style wise what i've always kind of looked up to achieve or just get something of that that makes me feel the same as that is i, I don't know how familiar you are with low roar but they have um this this lovely style of music where it's very, very acoustic and very intimate, but they have uh, these weird kind of like synth noises in the background and these noises that accompaniment, like the one song, um, I think it's uh, Don't Stop Coming, starts with uh, the noise of like a tape recorder clicking. And they have these all of these sampled sounds and just this lovely kind of synth in the background that doesn't detract from like the essence of the song they're trying to get across and it's just a very beautiful way of making music that that's kind of like one day i would like to make music that make people feel the same as when i listen to that that's awesome so you've got your spirit animal that you're aspiring to yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's you know it's interesting i always get a it's hard to really appreciate guys like lenny kravitz and prince who can walk into a studio yeah everything come out with an album and then kind of bring musicians into tour it's it's yeah you know it's a really special thing to be able to do that but i think also with what you do i don't think you know most people can write a song like that and um it's it's definitely an accomplishment most people don't want to look that far in (laughs) if i can (laughs) say that right Um, yeah i get that i get that a lot um like it's it's I've noticed it a lot. Like uh, obviously I've watched like share 
before I really started sharing it online and kind of trying to put it out there, like I would share stuff with my mates and my family and everything. And a lot of the songs, I always kind of received similar feedback. People were like, that's like really into it. Like it's, it's very, some of them were obviously ones I wouldn't ever post because they're a bit too introspective. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's a lot of people that wouldn't write that far in because I think sometimes it's like, they don't want to look, they don't feel like they want to look that far in, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, so there's an intimacy to that, that I think is, is really tough. So I'll, I'll be honest. So my, my, my bachelor's degrees in psychology, my master's degrees in psychology. So I love that. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so, but there's a vulnerability to it, especially as an artist to kind of put these thoughts down, whether it's, it's observational and, or if it's, it's a story about you, um, there's still an intimacy to that in, in kind of a opening up your heart. If, if I can be kind of, uh, you know, witty, yeah. I guess, but put that out there and then especially to go, Hey, um, mom, check this out. She's like, oh, yeah, do you that was a big a thing for me was, uh, sharing my music with my, my parents. I was like, uh, some of it, I was always like, Oh, do I, do I share this? <laughs> do I, do I want to have that conversation afterwards? Ah. I, I'm sure they're just saying, Oh, he's so heartbroken. Maybe we should introduce him to someone. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> I won't lie, a few times. But the, you know, I think those are those are those are common themes that people certainly resonate with if they're open to it. Yeah, and and I think you know most people at some point when they slow down, this is exactly what they want to hear. And um, you know, I'm I'm a big Morrissey fan and the Smiths and things like that. And, and yeah, Johnny Marr is is king as far as I'm concerned from a guitar perspective, <laughs> but. You know, that music, it certainly hits in a certain place. And I can listen to it at yeah. any time. But I think um, from a subject matter expertise, there's, there's you know, an intimacy to that that, you know, can't be beaten. And I, I think I'm not saying that you're you're depressing. That's Morrissey's bag. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the intimacy that I heard in Way Your Words is, is certainly there. And I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of it. So Thanks. I, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying, yeah, so for Way Your Words for me was a very, uh, very emotional song when it was written. It was very, very, it's like some people write songs that are more or less like they theme it after things, they take parts of it. Way Your Words for me was almost like a a play-by-play of a a relationship that happened in my life. And it's all ties into it in the end that it's like, was I enough? Uh, Do I need to forget myself to be with this person? So Way Your Words for me was a very like hard on the table kind of song. Now, was, did you find it cathartic to get it out there? Or do you still kind of like, oh, she hears it, that? It was, it was cathartic in a sense because it's almost like I think a lot of um, sometimes what you happen when you go through very emotional things is you kind of struggle to conceptualize it, like give it something solid to attribute it to. Like your thoughts run around about all of these different emotions. So for me, whenever I'm writing a song like that, I find it very cathartic to have something solid that's almost like a timeline that I can be like, cool, I've almost gotten rid of it out of my system. Not like gotten rid of it, but it's there. I have something to judge myself on how I feel going forward after that song. Sure, sure. It's kind of a time yeah. marker. And I think, you know, a common thing people yeah. can do with their thoughts, they write them down, tear them up, and, you know, let's move on. That's That was then. Yeah. Here's my marker. And, and so, yeah, but I certainly, for one, I enjoyed the song, so I appreciate you putting that out there um and i know it's hard to do <laughs> so, um yeah so if if anything i can tell you i really appreciate you being able to do that <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> uh, 
So, so how are you, how are you kind of coping, you know, from a musical perspective right now? I think, you know, we kind of talked about being able to, to gig and, and, and finding those types of venues, you know, right now, everything's kind of shut down. Um, what's, what's in the future for you? In terms uh, of so, so luckily, um, I was very lucky. Um, uh, I have a job at the moment that's still essential services. So I have been able to keep myself financed, um, Music always has been uh, mostly just because of the environment and just fears of, you know, like the kind of standard, if I go into music, will I make money to survive? That I, I did take a, a, a proper job, inverted commas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, studied, uh, I studied information systems engineering. So I work as a technician now. And it's essential because everyone needs connectivity for their meetings and online schools and yada, yada, yada. So at the moment from that it's it's not too much of a strain on me. I know if I was doing music, I can see it in mates and people I know in the local music scene that are struggling really at the moment with lack of income and not all of them are prepped to do things like online lessons and all that kind of stuff. So they are just kind of doing as much as they can at the moment. It's a very difficult situation for everybody. But at the moment, there is a few, um, there's a few scenes uh, here that have opened up or just had actually just opened up before whole lockdown hit here in South Africa that I was quite keen to gig at and I've been chatting to them. So I'm, I'm quite keen there. There's a few places. We've got a, a very nice place here on Florida Road. Uh, it's kind of like the, I don't know, the kind of bar, very uh, hip place. It's not too hectic, but it's, it's very relaxed. And there's a lot of live music that goes on there that I, I quite enjoy. I have a few people I know and people I've gigged with before that I go there and play music with. Uh, there's a very popular place here called the Winstons, I guess. Um, the underground scene as well. I'm a, I'm a very big fan of, uh, I guess you could call it like garage, colic, like a college, <laughs> grunge rock. Oh, sure. You know, um, very, very uh, mom jeans, sorority noise kind of feelings. And there's a, a bar here called the Winstons. Amazing bar. But uh, they also are very good to have, even like the very kind of intimate sessions. They're very cool with it there. So there's a lot of stuff I've looked at now where i'm kind of like in a place where i'm confident to submit stuff to them and be like hey can i book a gig <laughs> <laughs> well you, you've definitely got my vote for anything and uh you know once <laughs> like, once this comes out you can say you're world world renowned <laughs> <laughs> world famous <laughs> yeah and you know as that happens please please keep us in touch you know i, I certainly want to make yeah. sure that uh you know we can plug your gigs and and you know i'm looking forward to watching you grow as an artist so you know, that's important to me. Uh, I certainly want to follow you as, as you continue to grow because <laughs> I really enjoyed the song. I think it's, there's going to be great things ahead. Thank you so much. That generally means a lot to me. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and same, you know, as, as you continue to progress, let us know so we can, you know, we'd love to have you back on. Um, so yeah. is, is there anywhere, you know, that anywhere else that we can find you outside of SoundCloud? Do you have a website, Instagram? Uh, at the moment, I uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, my Instagram, I do have. It's under a different name, which is a, a funny story musically. Uh, so when I was in high school, we had a, a cultural day. And uh, our, our group, there was everything. There was um, uh, Indonesian, India, Mexico, all these different places. And the classes kind of had to get together and make food and everything. So it was kind of like a little bit of the world was everywhere in the school fest. And everyone could get different food and experience different things. So we got Mexico, and me and my mate, who were the only musicians in that group, got uh, shafted with playing uh, like 
themed music from Mexico. <laughs> so me and my mate are sitting there in boiling heat, South African, like 38 degree weather and humidity with sombreros and ponchos and everything. Oh. And we've got fake mustaches <laughs> on and we are sweating so much. That this mustache is falling off my face. Oh. So I stuck it onto my guitar. So that's where my internet handle on Instagram comes from. Mustache guitar. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, that's my Instagram is just at mustache guitar, no spaces, anything like that. And then uh, Twitter, I don't really use. Uh, I think my only input on Twitter is just retweeting movies I mm -hmm. liked, and that's about it. Um, SoundCloud is the best one. I've got SoundCloud has a, a repost feature, so it should be coming out. I think on about like three or four days on Spotify and Apple Music under the Prezik Prezik name. Awesome! Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time today on a, on a Sunday afternoon and, uh, you know, thanks and, and, you know, thank you for being on our inaugural podcast and looking <laughs> forward to have you back one day. Perfect. Thanks so much, man. I mean, thank you for reaching out to me. It was incredibly like touching and just like humbling to see that. So thank you. Oh, as well. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm a lover of music. And so it's, you know, I appreciate you nerding out with me and, uh, hopefully we can <laughs> talk again and, and just do it all over again. Yeah. Perfect. Appreciate it. Have a great day. and Thank you. Cool. Have a great day, man. Our next artist is Timothy, and uh, he's from Sweden. And I think you'll you'll kind of notice some of the the same things as you did with with Prosaic. It's it's very intimate, very um, very well written. And you know, I I certainly when I first heard it was was kind of struck with with how Timothy put the instrumentation together and and really did the arrangements. Sounds great. Um, and so we did get a chance to chat with Tip Timothy, which we'll share afterwards, but this is Alone by Timothy. Oh, 
was Timothy with a loan. Um, he's not able to call in. He's got a really busy schedule, so I, I apologize for that. But he's a great guy, and, and we did get a chance to chat a bit. And so he's actually out of Malmo, uh, Sweden, and um, had recently moved to, to Bristol in the UK to, to finish up his studies. So I think with the coronavirus, he had actually moved back to Sweden for now. And, uh, but I think, you know, there's, there's a lot, you know, I, I looked at, he's got a video out there, which is really cool of him performing this song. And it was filmed in, in Bristol inside of a tower and the acoustics are amazing. So hopefully, you know, we can, we can get that posted up somewhere or, or get that out to people. Cause I think it's really cool. It's a, it's a landmark and, and kind of tourist attraction there in, in Bristol. And um, it was really sets a cool scene for that song, which which I really appreciate. And you know, I think you can you can hear some of his influences there, Bon Iver and Agnes Ogle. Um, so it's super 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 cool. I hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, you know, I think one thing that kind of struck me about the song was the guy's vocal range is amazing. So he can go from anything from that really low low sound to uh, a falsetto, which was really cool. And so we'll we'll continue on with with hearing more from Timothy. This is a song called Fly. Under the surface We lie Let the silence Guide us through the night As tomorrow Sun our lips Hold me closer to exist 
Fly, followed by Dust by Timothy. So hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, I did have a conversation with him kind of about his approach. And, and, you know, similarly to what we heard from Prosaic, it was, you know, he, he really does, you know, keep that simple instrumentation and arrangement and, you know, focuses on, on painting 
every corner of it and kind of using that landscape to, to, to work with. Um, and so I, I think to me, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed those. I, I tried to kind of procure songs that would, from an episodic perspective, you know, go well together, but you know, I, the emotionality, I guess, of it is, is what, what stands out to me. And I think Timothy does a great job of, of kind of painting that landscape and, and he really does kind of create these small, strange sounds, which is what he says. And, um, you know, it's it's not in your face. I think if you're going to go listen to a rock song, you know, that's really about, you know, louder beats and things like that. So I think, um, you know, he's very subtle in, in the way he writes, which I can appreciate. Now, don't get me wrong. I love rock. But, um, you know, that has its own quality. And, you know, from... For me, I think if, if you could have those two in a, in a little cafe together, I'd love to kind of hear both of those bands. Um, right now, it sounds like his equipment's stuck in England, so I don't think we're going to hear anything new, but you can find him on Spotify under Timothy. And um, I highly encourage everybody to go out and, and check out the rest of Timothy's music. He's got a, a nice little um, you know uh, body of work out there for you to check out. Um, he did plan on releasing an EP later this year, so hopefully you know, he gets his equipment back from England and, and gets to do that. So we'd love to have him on the show when he finishes up and, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I think what we'll do is we'll kind of play out with one more song from Timothy. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Um, probably plan on doing these weekly. And so, you know, would love to hear any suggestions that you might have. Let us know. And, uh, here's into you by Timothy. Mm-hmm.